So you know, this episode is part of a 10-ish message series commemorating the 10-year anniversary of when I first started my business back in the spring of 2013. Each message features a lesson or a story or something worth noting, a theme worth anchoring in from that particular year. Some are more life-focused, some are more business-focused, some cover lots of time, some cover very specific moments of time, and there's absolutely crossover because time travel is a thing in this retrospective mode where hindsight's 2023. Know that I would genuinely love to hear your feedback, any insights or questions that come up as you're listening, and I'm absolutely open to requests for future episodes to go deeper on any specifics that you'd love to hear more about. Just take a screenshot and tag me at Nikki Elledge Brown as you're listening, or hit the link in the comment box in the show notes and let me know. All right, here we go. 2021, are we there yet? I couldn't resist the play on words. You know, I casually mentioned that at the end of 2020, right after we had Noe, we decided to go for it and buy our first RV. And the salesman may have been lying to Jeremy. I don't know, (laughs) but he had gone in person to a dealership to check some out because he had done so much research. Seriously, if you're ever looking for an RV, reach out and maybe he can help you find one that works for you because he was just eating, sleeping, dreaming, RVs doing this research to see because this is something that we had been mutually collectively dreaming of and manifesting our way toward for years. We bought the all the little decor that says happy campers. We would use it for our Wi-Fi name. You know, we were baby stepping our way into checking out if this dream was really our dream. You know, the vision that we had had because obviously there's not a lot of RVing when you live on a small island in the Pacific. So also it's kind of like a submarine on wheels. So Jeremy's amazing with RVs because he knows how to do all the things and I am completely useless, literally, except for cleaning and like keeping the inside looking nice and tidy. That's my zone. Everything else is his job. And it looks like a lot of work to me, but he loved it. He loves it. Um, So it's 2021. We've got the baby. We've got the book draft and now we have this beautiful RV and all it takes is a couple of trips for me to realize like I want to pay a professional organizer to come give us a consult and see how can we make this work because to me the physical domain is really important like the state of our home and the energy throughout it to me that's a very high value and I don't know if you're into human design I don't really understand it very much and I don't know how much stock I really put into it but whatever my what's it called it's kind of like your life path thing mine is apparently about rulership in my immediate domain like in my home and in my family being able to control things which I'm sure that's really great and fun for my family and my husband But that's part of my purpose in life. It gives me meaning. So you can imagine when we're in a tiny space, and this isn't tiny, it was a big trailer. Um, I wanted to optimize every bit of space. And that's one of the first things that we did. Like I said, after our first few trips and troubleshooting, I'm like, okay, where are things knocking around? Which things feel like little inconveniences? What are the little upgrades that we can do? And Jeremy is so very handy that he built these beautiful custom shelves for it. Like we added... I think, did I make, I don't know if I made a highlight for it, but we did a lot of really cool upgrades. So if you're in the RV lifestyle right now or researching, then just message me wherever and ask me because I'd be happy to share some of the upgrades that we did that made such a big difference when we were actually using it for camping. Oh, we also bought a truck, traded in our other cars 
it, it was a whole lot. There was a big transaction. The week that we bought the RV, we also bought a truck and traded in our other cars that we had had, bought a minivan. There was a lot happening. So there's lots of changes, obviously, plus pandemic, plus brand new baby and all of these things. But 2021, we were really going to give it a go and see how we like this. Also, we have our elementary school. He was in third grade at home doing virtual schooling, which was an adventure in itself. And not quite what I meant when I used to dream of like hybrid homeschool, but still it was as close as we were going to get in the public school system. I thought, wow, this is really a unique opportunity for us to see if we like having this flexibility within reason, because again, places weren't all open and, and safety, blah, blah, blah. So we did a couple of trips in 2021 that were two and three weeks long. That means a lot of time. The thing about RVs is like, I don't know how much you know or think about them. We were thinking about them a lot. But there, what we had was a travel trailer, which you pull with the truck. So it's different than a drivable, air quotes, motorhome situation, which was my experience growing up. We would rent one or even in 2018, I think it was, we rented a huge one that's like a bus with my sister's family. And that was really fun for this fall break trip. So it's a different vibe. When you're like riding around in an RV versus when you're in a truck, every seat is taken. You're in this small space for hours and hours as you're driving across the country. And we live in Texas and Texas is a big state. And yes, there are lots of beautiful places in Texas. Sure. But the places I was dreaming of are not necessarily in Texas. It's like over in the West or visiting our family when they were in North Carolina. Like there's so many beautiful places, mountains. Okay, look, I'm looking for mountains. I'm looking for lakes and terrain and that kind of thing. And sometimes it takes a while to get to that when you're in Texas. So that's one thing to consider. It's like if we lived in a different part of the country where there were more places like that within, let's say, even a four-hour radius, maybe things would have gone a bit differently. So it's hard because, like I said, my husband was loving this. You might you're, you're feeling it, right? You're feeling where I'm heading with this. <laughs> he was loving it. And sometimes I was loving it in theory, but in practice, I was like, this does feel, I think it was Glennon Doyle that I heard when she was talking about camping. She said, it's life, but harder. But I'm like, we have a beautiful home. I love my shower and I love my toilet and <laughs> I love my bed. I'm like, why are we doing this? Or look at the lodge where we're staying. Like we went to Mount Magazine in Arkansas, which is this beautiful, beautiful area. And they have a lodge, like hotels, but then they also have cabins. Basically every place we went to camp, they also had cabins. You know, you could have your RV or you could stay in an actual place with like real plumbing that you don't have to hook up or whatever. Um, so there were options and it was good that we were getting out and exploring. We were making these memories. I have absolutely zero regrets, but what I want to tell you here is sometimes dreams change. Sometimes when we are fortunate enough for decisions and circumstances and luck to align that we get to actually experience something that we have been dreaming of for years. And sometimes as sad and scary as that may be, it turns out it's not actually something that we want. And that can feel really sad. And when I realized, oh my gosh, this was the dream I thought that I wanted. And now I sold my family on it. And my husband is absolutely loving it. And I'm just not, you know, and I would sit out like we did the big ones together. And every now and then we'd go on the camera trip. But otherwise, I ha also have a brand new baby. I'm like, we'll just stay home, you guys go, you know, and they would 
find other friends or family members and then go camping together. Um, also on those trips, whenever it was actually during the school year, actually trying to get Wi-Fi so that our little guy could log in to check his assignments and stuff. I know that wouldn't be happening if you were homeschooling. That wouldn't actually be a factor in air quotes road schooling, but it was tricky to navigate. I'm like, okay, so that's also not quite what we thought. Also, he's missing social connection with his friends. That's also not quite what we had envisioned. And it was just this really unique opportunity to experience the other side of this fantasy that we had been building up to for all this time. It's like absolutely amazing, beautiful, special moments, absolutely challenging, exhausting, and stressful moments that's life, right? Like that's, that's just life. That's how it goes. But you get to then, once you can see both sides and you can gather that information, you can really drop into your heart to be like, is this what I desire or would I rather choose a different challenge, choose a different dream to go after. And maybe the challenges that come with that and the water pressure that comes with that, (laughs) I'd prefer that. Again, bless this RV was so beautiful. We've sold it. Okay. Let me just say we actually sold it. It's 2023. Now we sold it right at the beginning of this year. We listed it last year in 2022 after one more, you know, one last camping trip, but I wanted to let it be the theme for 2021 because this is really when we gave it a go. We gave it a good go. I'll say also that I fell down the Marvel rabbit hole on the way home from one of our trips because I just wanted to mentally feel like I was on vacation because to me, camping does not feel like vacation. It just feels like hard work, um, especially because it's like a tiny space with five people. Anyway, so I was just watching a lot of Marvel movies while my husband was driving. He's a great driver and he's amazing at towing and setting it all up. Like I said, that was another thing that really threw me off about camping though, because I don't like feeling like I'm helpless. You guys, like if something happens to daddy, we're stranded. We got to call an Uber and pop out the car seats because I cannot or I don't want to, let's say, I won't say I can't, obviously anybody who wants to learn to, to do all of these things and has that inspiration and motivation to do that can do that. But me as a person, as an individual, I didn't desire to learn how to do all that, to hook up the electric, to hook up the sewer, to hook up the hitch and all of these things. So I know people do that. Again, you can look no further than YouTube and you will find plenty of women and moms and dads and whoever that they love this stuff. But for me as a person, it was just not it. I thought this was, this is it. This is going to be the thing that we love. And it actually wasn't. And I felt terrible to admit it. And I felt like I'm a horrible wife or a horrible mom or a horrible park ranger, because this is the pirate's life. It's not the life for me. And I'm just here to say, it's okay. You can survive it. When your dream is changing, let it be thankful that now, you know, now that you have that information, you can recast a vision for what's next. And you can believe as they say at Magnolia with Joanna and Chip Gaines, the good old days are still to come. I think that's what they say, but I choose to believe that. And I'm so grateful to my whole family for all the adventures that we had and for everyone that we got to meet and greet along the way, as we were experiencing and experimenting with RV, RV life. But as a family, it just wasn't the match. Now, will we get an RV again in the future? Perhaps. Will it be drivable if I want to go? Yeah, I think that the drivable experience is just different, and I prefer that, um, to the actual truck and trailer situation. So I'm not ruling it out, but I'm just saying, at this point in life, I decided I would rather 
sell it to another family who could get so much joy out of it because they know that they love it as a family. This is their preferred way or one of their preferred ways to spend their leisure time. If you can call it leisure time. <laughs> and then I wanted to convert that back into our savings account. So again, spoiler alert, that's what we did. 2021, living the dream, testing it out and being very grateful for the opportunity to realize that that wasn't quite it. Otherwise, we always would have wondered. Think of the time that you can save and the pain or anguish of, oh, one day when this happens, then, then everything's going to be great. Go for it. If you can live that dream, test it out, do it. Even if it's not buying something, but renting something. And instead of doing it for a year, you're doing it for a weekend or whatever. Go for it so that you can see it objectively because there's going to be both sides. There will be challenges. And for the stuff that's really true and worth it to you, then, then you're cool with the challenges. And then for everything else, there's MasterCard. All right, that's a wrap for 2021. 2022, we're circling back to the book. Spoiler alert, I got an agent. I decided to shift from self-publishing to pursuing traditional publishing, also because of a conversation that actually happened during the summer of 2021 with a couple of my very best girlfriends who came to visit me and meet Noe. We were chit-chatting in my pool. And some big decisions were made. So we'll talk more about that 2022 deal or no deal. I'll meet you there. Okay, technically that was the end of the episode, but since you're still here, one, I'd love to thank you for spending part of your day with me. And two, I'd love to ask you if you would take 30 seconds, maybe 60 to leave a rating and review in your podcast app before you tap out today. If you've already done that, it's amazing. Please send me a screenshot so I can thank you personally and know that sharing this episode with a friend has the same magical powers and I deeply appreciate both. Also, in case you're listening to the end to see if I ever actually introduce myself. Hi, my name is Nikki Elledge Brown. I'm the host and author of Naptime Empires and this here on Her Terms podcast. You can find me around the internet at Nikki Elledge Brown in most places, but what you may appreciate most is actually over at onherterms.com. It's what I call the insider library. It's where you can get inside scoop, first listen rights, email updates every time there's a new episode, and then special insider-only bonus content. It's all over in our private feed. Okay, that's a wrap for real. I'll meet you in the next episode.